The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Matt George, bringing you from ballpark to ballpark with a fast pass from all of last night's action with insight you can only get from the local experts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going around Major League Baseball like you were there for every at-bat. Let's start with the biggest game. Just the absolute perfect ending to the historical Field of Dreams game for the Chicago White Sox. Hey, it's Chris Tannehill along with my partner Herb Lawrence from Locked on White Sox. Well, Major League Baseball built it. The Yankees and White Sox came and they brought over 8,000 fans with them to witness baseball history last night in Dyersville, Iowa. The first game played at the site of the iconic Field of Dreams movie. What a night for baseball. What a night for the White Sox, Herb. Awesome night for the White Sox, showing that they are a team to be reckoned with in this Major League playoffs for the future. Tim Anderson put himself on the national stage. I know he's already an all-star, and people know about him from the RBI baseball game, but this is an iconic moment that he will live forever as the first walk-off in the state of Iowa. Absolutely. The White Sox battle back. They win in the bottom of the ninth, nine to eight. And what will go down is one of the more memorable moments for a franchise who has even bigger aspirations in October. Maybe we'll even see a rematch. I'm Chris Tannehill. That's Herb Lawrence. Click the link above and hear us break it all down here on your home for the best White Sox coverage anywhere. Locked on White Sox. My first child is weeks away from being born, so I've been working on my dad jokes. Let me try this one out. Field of dreams. More like Field of Nightmares for the New York Yankees. Am I right? This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees dropped the Field of Dreams game 9-8. They made it exciting at the end, though. On both ends. Technically. They scored four in the ninth to take the lead, and then they do what they do best in 2021. They give up a walk-off home run the fifth time that's happened this season. This time, Zach Britton gave up the walk-off home run to Tim Anderson. And the White Sox beat the Yankees for the first time all season. So good for the White Sox, bad for the Yankees. But you can't expect to win a game when your starter gives up three home runs, right? Coming into the game, knowing that Andrew Heaney was starting, I don't think any Yankee fans were actually expecting to win the game. And then Giancarlo Stanton hits the home run to put them in the lead, and you're thinking, hmm, maybe they will win the game. And then the bottom of the knife happens. Oh well. I'll have a full recap of this contest on the next Locked on Yankees. I didn't curse. Be proud. While the drama of the Field of Dreams game was epic, there isn't much that can top the game that a certain catcher for the Milwaukee Brewers had in the best performance. Hold up. Have a day, Manny Pena. Three hits, including two homers, six RBIs, and, of course, the Brewers' dub. Waving the flag. That one's for you, Vinny Rotino. A absolutely dominating performance by the Milwaukee Brewers on Thursday afternoon to complete the four-game sweep over the Cubs. I am Jake Mastriani, your host of Locked On Brewers podcast. And, yes, it was another great win. Four-year Milwaukee Brewers over the Chicago Cubs. A just absolutely dominating performance, scoring 17 runs on 22 hits. Had five runs in the second inning. The first four batters in that second inning 
all combined to hit for the cycle. Just an absolutely incredible, incredible performance. This offense just was absolutely amazing. And even on a day when Brandon Woodruff didn't have his best stuff and only lasted three innings, the offense picks him up and just absolutely destroys Kyle Hendricks, who's a really good pitcher for the Cubs. This offense right now, when they get going, they get on tears like this. They're a lot of fun to watch. It's making this Brewers team just a really dangerous team to watch out for once they get to the postseason uh, and looking out for what they can do there with that pitching and now the offense coming around. We'll be talking about that and much more on the Locked On Brewers podcast. Third baseman Luis Urias had five RBIs in the same game, by the way. The night of blowouts continues as the Reds put up 12 runs on Atlanta, Arizona puts up 12 on the Padres, and the Cleveland Indians fall victim to a 17-0 shutout. We go around the league next. Let's go around the league. It was a day to forget. In Cleveland, the Indians had all their lunch money taken by the Oakland A's and then some. Hey everyone, if you've been following along with my drama, I want to point something out. Hey, I got power. And I only bring this up now in that obnoxious way because... Uh, In an interesting corresponding thing, the Indians do not. They had no power today. This was an embarrassing, embarrassing loss. Uh, You did have Alex Young make his debut for Cleveland. Uh, According to my data and research, last time we had a pitcher born in Cleveland to pitch for the Indians was Dave Malicki. Uh, The pitcher shutting down the Indians, Chris Bassett, was from Genoa High School in uh, Clay, Ohio. Greatest player in University of Akron history. Not a lot of positives to report. This was an ugly game and an ugly series. Indians get swept. Should have won two out of three. This is going to go down as one of their worst losses of the year. If you have not watched it, don't bother. Save yourself the time. Hopefully this series against Detroit is going to go better. I've been Jeff Ellis. Remember to check out the Lockdown Indians podcast. How do you bounce back from frustrating pitching performances? Well, just score 12 runs in one game. All good vibes in the series finale for the Redlegs as they crush the Braves. They get out of town with a win. Hey, I like it. I wish they could have spread the runs out a little bit more in the first two games, but a win is a win, and I'm glad that they get out of Atlanta without getting swept. Now they head to Philadelphia. They take two out of three this weekend. We'll feel a lot better about what's going on. All around good day for the bats. Grand salami for Dewink. Got it going early, and Goody was Gucci. Goody pitched really well. Six innings of one-run ball. He had six strikeouts. And then Jeff Hoffman, not to be outdone, does give up a solo shot, but has four strikeouts and two innings of relief. Really kind of wanted him to come out for that third inning, the the ninth inning, and get that weird three-inning save. That would have been kind of fun. Give another guy a save out of this bullpen. But uh, nonetheless, the Reds get a win. Good showing by uh, everyone all around. Happy to see it. Now we head to Philadelphia and see what the Reds can do as they finish up this week on the road against the NL East. We'll be talking about all of that on tomorrow's Locked On Reds podcast. But for now, the Reds get a win and good vibes are back. Do you think the Diamondbacks got all of their frustrations from this season out in their beat down of the Padres? The D-backs completely destroyed the San Diego Padres tonight. Miller Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks here. Everyone's been screaming, let the kids play. Well, that's exactly what they did tonight. Paven Smith, Carson Kelly, and Josh Rojas combined for 11 hits total. D-backs put 12 
runs on the board. Offense was phenomenal. And we can't forget about Caleb Smith. Came out the pen. A different animal when he comes out the bullpen. Five and one thirds innings pitch. No earned runs allowed. Now, the D-backs in the first game of the series last weekend against the Padres scored eight runs in that first game. Amazing. But the rest of the series, the next two games, two runs total. Now, for the D-backs to win this series, uh, they're going to need to keep the momentum up from tonight into at least tomorrow. Madison Bumgarner on the mound. I think he's going to at least put them in position to win the game. It wasn't as bad of a blowout, but the Rays still had their way with the Red Sox at Fenway. Revenge is a chowder. Best served cold. I'm Ulysses Sombrano here from the Locked On Race podcast. What a way to turn around, race fans. After a clunker of a game on Wednesday night, the race come out and the bats really respond. Of course, in the later part of the game, like they the, like, they like uh, Wander Franco with a two-run home run, Mike Zunino with a three-run blast. But of course, the biggest story today is Drew Rasmussen. Starting the game, throwing four quality innings, only alone one run, four punch outs, what a game that was. There are a lot of question marks surrounding this race rotation. Is Drew Rasmussen maybe an answer to one of those question marks? Who knows? There's a lot of baseball to be played, and he could be a key part of that rotation as this season comes to a close. For this and much, much more, keep it tuned in to Locked On Race. And there you have it, a busy and entertaining night in Major League Baseball made even more enjoyable thanks to the insight of our local experts. For more information and discussion surrounding these games and the top baseball storylines, be sure to tune in to all of our local MLB podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Matt George. We'll talk later, but we're always locked on now.